the most action-packed content from the top mobile experts. This is the App Masters Podcast with Steve P. Young. Blue Throne's new partnership model just received an $85 million credit line and now allows you, app creators, with product market fit to stay in the game and not sell your entire business. And you still get to enjoy the excitement of scaling through Blue Throne's advanced SDK technology, publishing network, and their specialized scale team. Look, growing your app beyond a certain point all by yourself is almost impossible. Trust me, I've scaled a lot faster by teaming up with others. Because your beloved baby, your app, must mature and transform into a company. Blue Throne's new partnership model is better than any VC investment because it gives you cash in hand, your life back, and the right to see your app adopted by millions while making millions. Learn more by going to bluethrone.io. That once again is bluethrone.io. Got an app idea that you think will be the next unicorn, but you don't know what to do next? Well, with more than 15 years of experience creating software, b7dev.com can help you out. Schedule a free one-hour call by going to b7dev and let them know that Steve sent you. That, once again, is b7dev.com. Thanks for guys. Thank you guys for coming. I mean, I know it's late. It's very intimate. I was, you know, if you want to recruit more people, I'm, I'm down. Go ahead. I'll wait. All right. Let's get into it. I want to take, I want to be as interactive as possible. I, I like doing stuff where you almost get to see me work because I learn better that way. So hopefully you learn better that way too. But this is the complete guide to Apple search ads. Just a little bit about me. been doing apps for a long time, essentially. You know, it started in 2011, started podcasts that everybody should be listening to in 2013. And then 2014, the audience started coming to me. So I ended up leaving that job running growth for a startup in San Francisco. If you haven't noticed by my accent, I'm from California. Yeah. And so anyways, they started coming to me that I ended up leaving my corporate job to do this full time. And now we're at marketing agency focused on paywall, optimization, conversion rate optimization, ASO, ASA, and all the fun stuff. All right. And we covered this, and I don't know if you guys went to this session, but you know, I, here's why I love ASA. Easy to set up. No MMP required. Apple is just kind of telling you what the hell is happening anyways. Easy to manage. It's just math, and I'll break it down in the most simplest math problems possible. And then it's one of the best ROI channels from my experience. Now, obviously, every app is different, so they'll take this as like, Yo, I got to do this, but it has been pretty consistent across the board. Okay. And then I'm going to point to the same side that Emery had about the, the singular one too. So one of the top, it's an alphabetical. Okay. It's not like search ads number one, it's alphabetical. Right? Cool. Let's get to it. All right. I think the, the campaign structure, I was talking to looking at yours too. So I peeked over. I think campaign structure is the most important. I think this is what most people get wrong. Here's what Apple suggests. Now, no offense to any of the ASO firms here, 
That's what a lot of them suggest too, okay? So they go brand, category, competitor, all on exact. And I'll explain all these in a little bit more detail. Then you have a discovery and they have the broad ad groups, broad and search match campaign on. And I'll explain all of this, what it all means. But I personally believe, this is my personal opinion, no data back, you should do it this way. And I'll tell you exactly why. I So have your brand, that's the most important. Then have the exact, that's like, competitors, everything that Apple said, category competitor, right? That's all under exact, I'm combining it. Now I'm breaking out the discovery into its own campaigns. The simple reason is you can only manage your budgets on a campaign level. So like sometimes, one of our campaigns we just set up, search match is doing really well. That means no keywords, Apple you do the work, all right? It's doing really well. But if I just put it under discovery, one, I'm lazy, how would I see it? unlike the campaign, really quick screen. And two, how do I scale that up? And so when we're trying to scale, sometimes these discovery campaigns actually help us scale faster than an exact match campaign. So exact is just all the keywords that you wanna really target. And the only time when I do start breaking it out is when I'm like, oh, you know what? This keyword's really important. Let me break it out into its own campaign. Or this keyword, like I'll show you examples, but like we work with a big video editor app and we put everything under exact, but then we pulled out our video editor keywords around video editing and put it into its own campaign so we can manage the budget there. It's just about campaign management, the daily spend. That's it. So here, the wrong way? Just kidding. And the right way. <laughs> All right, so here's exactly why. So I like to always have data with why I have these opinions, all right? So this is a big client. I try to mark out everything. And you can see it is me up there, that's me. So here, generic, right? And you can see the spend and the cost per acquisition, all these numbers. And we just broke it out here because I did a CPP, like Emery said, and this is a big brand. So it's not like, you know, we can really put out, that's not, they don't just do video editing, right? And so that's why we did it this way. And that way I can manage, like sometimes discovery, you can see the broad, oh, I did put this in this way, but <laughs> this one, I did put it in the, the wrong way. But you can see the spend and you can see that discovery and broad are doing better. Like this, oh, sorry, I called it search match, but this is a discovery campaign. So you can see like they're doing a lot better than the exact match campaign, right? And now I can really figure out, oh, maybe I wanna spend 100, maybe it can go up to 100, maybe I wanna send 75 a day. So you can see that's why I like it that way because it's just visually, it's easy. I can log into Apple search ads, see any campaigns that are going crazy, go into those campaigns, adjust those bids, and then I'm out. All right, managing bids. How are you guys doing in terms of like, actually, I won't get into real detail. <laughs> All right, here's how we set up the starting bid. Who, start, who has Apple search ads right now? Thank you. Come on, this is like an intimate room. So, and who's, Thinking about it right now. Oh, everybody's starting. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I will skip over this a little bit. But this is on average, and Emery, you, you know, you tell me if you see something different here. But on average, this is what we normally seen for a conversion rate. Now, this conversion rate is very key because that's going to really determine how much you can bid for a particular keyword, right? So brand 7090, exact. So that's competitor, generic keywords all into one, 30 to 40. 20 to 35% on those. So I'm less conservative on those discovery campaigns, but I'm gonna be more aggressive on the exact match campaigns. And here's how I determined the cost per tap. So Apple, you pay per tap. 
that's why conversion is so expensive, so critical because if people are tapping on your ad but not installing it, then you're going to pay a boatload on this. So your ideal cost per acquisition is a simple math formula. It's just cost per tap is simple math. It's just your ideal cost per acquisition multiplied by your conversion rate for that particular keyword. Yeah. So I have this handy dandy spreadsheet that I put together and then you can see that just makes it easy for me. So when I'm adjusting bids, I just pull this up. What's the client's ideal cost per acquisition? What is the keyword converting at? And I just quickly adjust the bids. And that like when working with client, this is what I go to first and foremost. Usually their bids are like $5, $7. There's no real rhyme or reason. But when I'm first setting up the campaign, this is how I set it up. I might be a little bit more aggressive. So let's go back here real quick. Right. So on the exact match, I might just put it at, start at 50% and then broad and search match. I might put that at 40% just so I can get some data going. Cause usually I'm cheap and I'll start at like 20%, but sometimes you get no data. And so I'd rather have a little bit more data, spend a little bit and then pull back after I get some data. All right. Cool tricks. And one of the things I want to do towards the end was just show you how it set up a campaign. How do I do keyword research? I was going to ask if anybody wanted me to audit their search ads, just invite me and I'll take a look, but it is recorded. So unless Ben agrees to not publish it, then we'll just skip over that part. So Emery talked, this, talked about this custom product pages here and we created them. Now I've had mixed results. Anybody love custom product pages? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anybody seen mixed results? <laughs> All right. <laughs> you still love it though. <laughs> yes. Okay. I like that. Anybody hate custom product pages? No? Okay. All right. So we did a custom product page and I think the one time it, one time it did work was when we pulled out video editor and put it on its own campaign and like that campaign had a custom product page because this was generic. We're all branding, right? Big company branding. But then when we went after video editor, that's what really worked because we had no, whoops. I had a different slide in here, but we literally had no spend on video editor in when it was just the normal search ads, like, you know, normal app store page because it did nothing about video editing. It had some stuff, but when we call out video editor, that's when it really helped out. Okay. The other cool thing is competitor terms do work, right? So it's the same client. You can see some of the, even like non-English keywords work pretty well. So I try to put the spend, right? And you can see the spend's pretty decent. Cost per tap is really low. Now, our ideal cost per acquisition, we're around 4 to $5. But you can see how much I actually put as a max bid and how much it actually I was paying for. So this is the few times you can do Apple's suggested, they'll usually be in this column, suggested bids is these competitor terms. Now, if it was like a generic term, like video editor or whatever it was, don't, unless you're willing, unless the math works, right? That CPT times CPA multiplied by conversion. Unless the math works there, don't do it. You're going to end up, if Apple's suggesting five to $10 for that, for that keyword, you're likely going to pay five to $10 for that keyword for generic terms. But for competitors, this is when it actually does work. It doesn't always work here. We had to adjust the bids right here, right? Because the cost per acquisition was a little bit too high, but it does work for competitive terms here. So. What we do is we go aggressive, we just monitor it on a daily basis, and then we adjust based off the data. Okay. 
custom product pages. And we had to pull it out because he wouldn't let me use the slide. He's like, no, I'm going to have this slide. So I was like, all right, fuck it. I'll, I'll use it like this then. So that's, this is what I love about these custom product pages. And this is why I said this because I was like, look, if you're going to go after TikTok, right? Well, then call out TikTok. We've actually seen when we did a product page optimization for one of our clients, it was like calm stress, feel better, all that stuff, right? All the good emotions. And then we changed it to number one, let's just say meditation app. Number one meditation app did everything better. Actually, the right phrasing was like calm stress with this meditation app. So essentially, it's the AdWords trick from back in the day, you know? Hannah, you were probably 10 at the time, but it was when you would call out the keywords during AdWords, the PPC campaign, you would call out the keyword that you were bidding on. And you bold it and you had this little trick. So same trick here with custom product pages, in my opinion. If you just call out the keyword that you're trying to really aggressively go after, the tap to, the tap to rate should go up, the conversion rate should go up too. And that's why I really like this slide. I mean, I did one better, look. This is for Chrome, Opera, Ditch the Basic. Ah, I have to use this one, but I get to use this one for myself. And then here's Firefox, Fire the Fox here too. Okay, now I believe, anybody got a new app that has less than, let's say, 50 ratings? Everybody's got, oh, okay, who's got less than 100? Less than a thousand. All right, <laughs> you guys, are, everybody's killing it. All right, you guys are buying. All right, after after the party. <laughs> all right, so here's what we did. Here's how you can instantly because I believe with the Apple search ads that ratings, the number of ratings matters more than the actual average rating. Now the average rating can't be like crap. Like if it's above four point one, then you're doing pretty well. Okay, so how do we scale this? So I did this back in the day where I would open my app and ask for a rating, right? That didn't work. And so I, we have a YouTube channel and stuff. And so we have a community. People tell me, Steve, you know, that doesn't work. I've been saying, do it on second open because 25% of your first opens come back. Only 25%. That means they love you already, right? So just do it on second open. It's the first thing they see. They're like, no, Steve, that works okay. But if you do it after onboarding, if you guys have paywalls, if you do it after paywalls, it works better, right? So oh, that's, that's kind of cool. So here's one client where we did this in. We added the review prompt after a paywall. Now his paywall is a hard paywall. Hard paywall just means no X on the actual. So it's only people who activate a trial. And you can do that that way too, right? So you know, people activate a trial, they probably want to test out your app. And all we did on the very next screen was show them the review prompt, the default app store review prompt, okay? So here's what happened to the numbers. Okay, I'm a numbers, numbers guy. November, 4.3, don't pay attention here. Divert your eyes here. 4.3, 32 reviews. December, 4.3, 51 reviews. January, 4.5, 313 ratings. It's all in the numbers, right? I put this together in spite of this guy I was talking to, he's like, Steve, that would not work. What happened, what your average ratings would suffer, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, bro, I, enough people have told me that it works. Fine, I'll pull the data and I'll show you that it works. So thanks, William. All right, also you might be thinking, hey, he probably just got more downloads. Well, yeah, he did, but look at the average rate, the number of ratings he got over downloads. Just shot up from 1.3, 1.3 to 4.5. So you got more ratings, on average per download, and you got a higher average 
you Reiki. What do you think? That's good? Yeah, you like that? Bernard? Yeah. yeah. Is that ratings or reviews? Because how could somebody review an app if they haven't used it? Right. No, these are ratings. So, so they're not written reviews. They're not written reviews. Yeah, okay. they're ratings. That's all. But I when they ask for the rating, they ask for review as well. It does the prompt, the default. Darren, sorry. The default prompt will <laughs> say you read it, you rate it, and then you can write a review too. Okay. You so can, do both. can you go back to the review afterwards when someone could? I mean, or uh, Rich, do you know? Um, I just like tap five stars or whatever. Tap okay, and then it asks for a review. And you just cancel out. But can they like update their review pretty easily? Or they have to go to the app store. They can update it in the app store. Most people just won't write a review. No. You can ask for a review in maybe two or four weeks or something. That's what I do. Okay. Usually they only write a review That's what I'm all about, community. It's all talking to each other. So, anyways, like, look, with written reviews, I do think the same thing as Rich. Like, most people won't write a written review unless they're, like, extremely happy or extremely angry, right? Most people just beep. Now, I've noticed back in the day that written reviews would help out ASO in your keyword rankings, but not so much these days. Okay, that's it. So I wanna, if it's valuable, we can set up the campaign. Otherwise, you know, frankly, we'd call it a day and just start the party. So you can find out <laughs> here, find out more about me, youtube.com slash appmasters. Please, I'm trying to get to like 50,000 if I can. We're at 26 right now, so 1,000, not subs okay literally <laughs> so you can find me out more here but show of hands please it's not that hard of an ask would you like me to set up a campaign i'm gonna open up my apple search ads i've got my friend owen Do it. App. okay cool thanks hannah i need that Do thank it. you i need, really needed that <laughs> all right this is my boy owen's app as you can see Got no iPhone. That's the better one. Yeah. Yeah. There. <laughs> Don't worry, mate. I got you. Check it out. All right. WordPal. So, if I'm doing Apple search ads, sorry, Sonia. I'm gonna go to App Follow and I'm gonna go to WordPal and then I'm gonna go vocabulary. So I'm gonna literally do this. I like this. And Emery. <laughs> I'm gonna put the main keyword that he's been. He's been He's going after, so I'm gonna assume it's this. This is all my assumptions. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. No, oh, no. You don't have to share intimate details if you don't want to. It's all my assumptions. It's in the title, so I'm like, he's gonna go after this keyword, okay? So I'm gonna look at this couple of apps. What I like to do from a keyword research perspective is I like to find the app with the least rating because I feel like they must be doing something right that they're not. Uh, Owen, it's you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So maybe I'll just pick one of these, like vocabulary build, builder, right? And I'll click the little eye icon because I love, this goes into the Apple search ad stuff. Now searchads.com from mobile, actually they have the same tool that they can suggest too. So, and then I'm gonna pick out certain keywords. What do you think, Owen? Vocabulary? Good one, yeah. Yo, I gotta put like, see I'm doing a lot of keyword research. German. Hannah, quiet there. <laughs> make, sure, make sure I get no crazy text coming in. All right, there we go. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Anna, for being so chatty. All right, I'm going to just start with three, right? So you want to really do all of this. What I found is, I have case studies on this, but if you rank for a key, you want to really target keywords that at least have 30, 
Now, Emery did say like sometimes five does work, the search for a five. And so play around with that. But like, I don't know if there's enough volume. I've had to test out the five keywords. I'm testing that out. Thank you. Emery. <laughs> and then vocabulary builder is the main one. So I'm going to definitely put that in there. Right. And so these are the, let's just say Owen's going to probably have a hundred keywords that he's going after, but these are the keywords that we're going to go after right now. So this is my campaign. Don't mind sharing some of this stuff. So I'm going to create a campaign. I don't have access to Owen's app, but you're going to have to link your Apple search ads. And then essentially when I set up the exact match campaign, all these keywords are going to be on exact match, right? Pretty simple. And then I think I'm going to do the broad match one just because I think that's a little bit more complicated. Exact match. Everybody understands exact match, right? Saw a nod over there. Okay. So search results. State. I'm going to call this broad. I'm going to give it a $50 daily budget. I'm going to call this broad. Oh, and you got an ideal cost per acquisition? By $1.50. $1.50? Holy crap, that is oh, hard, bro. Expensive. All right. So I'll set it up. So maybe I'll start at $0.83. Cents. No, no, no. This is a broad match. So I'm going to start okay. this $0.68, cents, right? And then I'm going to turn this off because it's broad. I'm going to have search match on its own campaign, right? Then I'm going to add these keywords. So here's what I like to do. Okay, 68 cents, perfect, hit save. Now here's what you also gotta do is hit add negatives. So you can add this to the campaign level, but I usually just have one campaign, one ad group. So I'm gonna put it on the ad group level. I'm gonna paste the same keywords and then I'm gonna put this on exact match. Yeah. Then here, you know, this is where you can do custom product pages. Obviously I don't have any right here. And then if you want, you can then just make sure that you don't get re-downloads. Now I used to do this where I'd make it for everybody, all new, all users, it depends on your app, right? Like if you don't want re-downloads, if you don't want to target people who have installed your app and then deleted it, then don't, right? But for some clients, we do keep this all users. Most of the time, if you want to be cheap like me, just put new users and you'll be fine. And then you hit start campaign. Right. So for a search match campaign, it's going to be a little bit different. We're going to do the same thing here, but we're not going to have any keywords whatsoever. Okay. So we're going to have search match turned on. The bids are going to stay the same. Obviously we're calling this search match and then everything else is the same. Is that simple? Right. So you want those names? Yeah. I once heard that when you do new users, yeah. it decreases a lot the volume because of the LAT thing. Because it only targets users who um, are not with, uh, with the limited tracking. Is, is that the... What do you think, Emery? Yeah, it is. That's right. Personalized ads on need to be you know, enabled for the user for them to see that ad. So if you enable that, the only thing that doesn't, you know, come over that is a device type. So you can do iPhone targeting or iPad targeting, that's not gonna limit it. Anything else is gonna limit it. Right now, opt-in rate is standing around like 22%. So that's the potential user base that you can show it to. I think it depends. Honestly, like I, I did, we used to set it up with new users all the time and then I moved over to all users just because. And one of our clients was like, it was a paid app by the way that we're running this and he was like, hey, let's just do new users. So it kind of made sense for him to only be targeting new users versus like, you know, other users. So 
I generally do all users, but just in case you want to just start. You know, I'm a, I'm cheap, man. Like I like to so slow, slow and steady, slow and steady. I'm okay with not getting everybody. Mate, that's it. You guys got any questions? What's what do you do with cannibalization, like on the ground terms? What do you set the bar? Give me, a, give me, like, why should I pay for somebody that is going to search for and download my brand, anyways? Okay, so you're basically saying, saying, like, just don't bid on brand that much. I think, you know, like, it, some clients, I've worked with clients, I think it really depends. Like, honestly, I'm like, who cares? Like, that's what I feel like, right? Like, if you really care, I personally wouldn't bid on my brand because I think most people who search for my brand are looking for me and they're going to tap on me, right? But some people really care about their brand and they're like, no, I want to be that first placement. And so if you're that person, then go crazy. If you're like me and I'll be like, I'd rather not pay, then I'll pay. I will say that I did talk to a friend of mine. Now, he is in the app space, but he's not like a hardcore app marketer like all of us here. He's like, Steve, how come we're not number one for our keyword? I'm like, bro, that is an ad. That's not us. So, you know, I think it's more, it's, I feel like it's more of an emotional solution or, you know, I base it on emotions versus data. So let's say, uh, I'm not the brand name canibalization, uh, uh, but uh, you already ranked for one or two or let's say third place. And when you- uh, I think it's worth it still. If, it, if you rank already in your first place, yeah. you still should uh, run a campaign. Yeah. What do you think? Well, it depends. It's about how much budget that you have. So yes, you're going to be facing cannibalization if you're ranking for number one, two, or well, number one or two, not so much as three. Um, but yeah, this is more about the budget thing. The thing that you could look at is like compare keywords that you're doing, the performance that you're getting out of it. That's what you're, you know, the competitor is not getting out of their organic. This is how you could see that for the number of impressions that they're getting, right? So if that is so important to you, yeah, go ahead and do it. If it's not that much important and you want to spend that money a little bit more wisely for stuff that you cannot get any traffic on organically, then yeah. You gotta use the mic, bro. Okay. So Apple Search is, is there to convert a search. So the way we approach it is we look at times where a brand is maybe advertising on TV, so there's gonna be higher mm. search volume. So at those times, you're going to convert more of your TV ads, so it makes sense to align your Apple Search brand campaign with high volumes of search. So if a brand is doing TV, we would say, have brand on, protect it. Yep, Do you I like it. <laughs> no, we'll pass it around, it's all good. Yeah, as you can see, like obviously brand does work, like going after competitors, so like there is an argument to be made to go after your brand too. You gotta grab the mic. Thanks. Fraser, Fraser. Uh, Steve, Fraser. thank you very much. Um, any information about uh, the Today Tap, uh, Today Tap ads? All right, because I can speak honestly, right? Like, I hate it. I think it's, I think it's BS. I think it's super expensive. Like, unless you got, what kind of budget are you working? Like, is it over ten thousand, over thirty thousand a month, fifty thousand, under ten? Where are you at? You're shaking your head. <laughs> Underfit, over, exactly. Like, okay, look, if you got massive amounts of budget to spend and you just want to brand, drive brand, go ahead and do it. But it's going to be expensive. Like, it's very hard to make it work with, if your cost per acquisition, I shouldn't keep showing this slide, not to show this slide. If your cost per acquisition is, your goal is like, oh, and 1.5, it's not going to work for you. But if you're like a big, massive brand and you're like, branding's important for us, then go for it. Like, I think it's more of a branding play because. Yeah, but target your competitors. You can't. It's a today tab. Yeah, yeah, but 
My point is, if you just want to go for the branding thing, your competitors also have usually good volume, so at least you can make yourself known as I'm an alternative. I guess. There, there's another placement this uh, other user suggested or downloaded, you know, below the product that page. Is what about this one? I mean, you want to share it? No? Okay. <laughs> no, no, you no, can. No. Okay. <laughs> that is more interesting to me because then I feel like it's more targeted. There's a product page. Here, let's pull it up for those who aren't. And so I'm going to hit cancel. That's more interesting to me than the Today tab. I just don't. I mean, look, it's a. My clients, to, you know, like Simon, you might be different. Fraser might be a little bit different too. You guys are working with big clients. My clients are like startups. So we don't F around. We just, we need to show results and we need to go. I don't have branding budgets that these guys do, right? Like, all right, bro, okay, okay. So here, the Today tab, this is the Today tab, right? It's loading. And then the Search tab, pretty horrid. But then the product pages down here, that's where you'll show up with similar apps. So that's where it's pretty interesting. Anybody else? Shall we go party then? All right. Thank you guys so much. Next. Tired of overpaying for app store optimization? Get unlimited ASO and app marketing support to increase your keyword rankings, downloads, and more importantly, your revenue. Learn more at asomasters.com. Thanks for listening to the App Masters podcast. For show notes and amazing app marketing content, check out appmasters.co.